COVID-19 vaccines, what you need to know. Welcome to the Access Health Radio Show. I'm Dr. Brian Forrest, and this week we will be talking about COVID-19 vaccine on Access Health Radio. And I'm Mike Davis. Thanks for joining us this Sunday afternoon on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. We'd like to take a moment to acknowledge the companies that support Access Health Radio. Thanks to Marley Drug in Winston-Salem for supporting our show. They mail order generic medications directly to your home with free shipping at cost that are often much lower than even the big box pharmacies. Check them out at MarleyDrug.com. Dr. Forrest, if people would like to get more information about Access Health Radio, or maybe they have a question that comes up during the course of the show today and they would like to contact you, how can they do that? If listeners want to send general non-emergent questions uh, and possibly even have those questions answered on one of our future mailbag shows, they can send an email to accesshealthradio at gmail.com. Uh, and if they would like information about our medical practice in Apex, North Carolina, they can go to acchealth.com. That's A-C-C-H-E-A-L-T-H.com. Or call us at 919-363-0190. Again, that's 919-363-0190. And if they miss part of the show or if they have a friend or family member that they'd like to hear the show, they can always listen to it on demand uh, as a podcast at WPTF.com. And we also have links to that on our landing page at AccessHealthRadio.com. Dr. Forrest, I have been looking forward to this topic for a year now. <laughs> I thought we would never get to the point where we could actually talk about a COVID-19 vaccine. And it certainly has been the newsmaker for the past month or so now. But uh, the vaccines are finally here. And I understand you're going to answer some of the common questions that you have been getting lately. And uh, I'd also like to hear your personal take on these COVID-19 vaccines. Well, it, it seems like it's the question that every single patient has had at our office lately. You know, they hear about the vaccine on the news, but they generally have more questions than facts. So today we want to clear up some of the questions and uh, also myths. And we're going to, uh, you know, really try to give you some information, but also a little bit about my own family's experience so far with the vaccine. Dr. Forrest, what are some of the questions that you're getting both in your practice and, and through email about the COVID-19 vaccines? Well, I think first people want to know if it actually works um, and how well it works. And so far, the first two approved vaccines, Pfizer and Moderna, have been very effective, even more effective than many you know, vaccines that we've had in the past for other diseases. Both give better than 94% protection. And the next vaccine that's likely to be approved is a single-dose vaccine from Johnson & Johnson. And even that one is more than 65% effective with a single dose. But it's been shown to prevent almost 100% of hospitalizations and deaths. Um, and the first two vaccines, you know, have been shown to be effective also against those current variant strains that you keep hearing about on the news. So, so the bottom line is they work better than even most other vaccines that people have gotten in the past. And it appears like they prevent almost 100% of the serious disease and illness. 
Well, that is good news. I'm glad to hear that they are actually working and coming from you. I will, uh, I will take that as gospel truth. It's time for the Access Health Tip of the Week, Dr. Forrest. It's very important that if you do get the COVID vaccine, that you make sure and get your second dose if it's a two-dose vaccine. While one dose probably does offer some protection, it wasn't studied and approved that way. So it's really hard to predict uh, with a two-dose vaccine what the benefit or risk might be from just getting one dose. Uh, So if you are taking a two-dose regimen vaccine, make sure you get the second so you can be as protected as possible. That is good advice. Thank you so much, Dr. Forrest. He is Dr. Brian Forrest, board-certified family physician with Access Healthcare in Apex. I'm Mike Davis. Straight ahead, we'll find out about the side effects of those COVID-19 vaccines. Stay tuned. This is Access Health Radio. We're talking COVID-19 vaccines today here on Access Health Radio with board-certified family physician, Dr. Brian Forrest. I'm Mike Davis. The vaccines are here, Dr. Forrest, and everybody has questions about them. And a lot of people are even saying uh, they've got some real reservations about actually taking the vaccines. Uh, Maybe we can talk about that. But first of all, I want to know about some side effects. Are there side effects? Are they common? And how severe are they? What have you heard? Well, this is probably the most frequent question I get. And, you know, the most common side effect by far is arm soreness where you actually get the injection. And this is very common. Uh, When I got my vaccine, uh, my arm was sore for three days after each dose. Um, So that's real. And many describe it like, you know, they've been sort of punched in the arm or like they've got a bruise on their shoulder, something like that. But, you know, after a couple of days, that completely goes away. The other side effects are rare for the first dose, but they could include things like chills, a low-grade fever, some, some body aches, and, and fatigue. And I would say fatigue is the most common of, of those side effects. Um, And those side effects tend to be more common after the second dose. And um, although I did not have any of those side effects after my second dose, uh, many people say that they feel a little fatigued for about 24 hours. Um, And those are the things that, that happen and have been reported. The really serious side effects are very, very rare. Um, You know, things like severe allergic type reactions, um, people who've had hives. um, But the chance of those type side effects is really one in the thousands. Um, So so those really severe reactions are are very, very uncommon. Uh, Along the line of more severe side effects, I have heard some rumors about the vaccine causing COVID itself, not preventing it, but actually causing it. I've also heard rumors about the vaccine changing your DNA. Uh, can, can you address some of these myths out there? Sure. Yeah, I think it's really important that we get some of the myths busted about this vaccine. Uh, first, it cannot give you COVID-19. There, there is no live or dead virus in what's being injected. Um, second, it does not and cannot change your DNA. Um, imagine that, that your body's DNA is sort of like half of a zipper. 
the mRNA, which is um, what's being uh, used in the vaccine technology, is sort of like a complementary half to that zipper. But the DNA in your body is normally inside the nucleus, whereas this mRNA that's being injected is outside of the nucleus of the cell. And a short sequence of that mRNA, it basically codes for a protein that's on the surface of the virus. And that's what the active ingredient of the vaccine is. So, so to sort of simplify what happens, you know, it looks like that little complementary zipper strand looks like something that, you're, that your body produced to tell your cells to make this protein. And it causes you to make that protein uh, that the virus has. It would be sort of like, you know, telling your body to make the fur of an animal. You know, your body then creates antibodies to that protein, and this, this protects you from the infection. But, the, but your half of the zipper, so to speak, your DNA stays exactly the same. It's, it's locked up inside the nucleus, and the mRNA sequence is discarded by your body, you know, after it's used to sort of encode for this protein. Um, I've even heard some some crazier myths that, you know, uh, people said it would make you turn into a non-human and that you would, you know, because this was engineered, you would become a patented product. Um, you know, all of those things are untrue and they really are risky because, you know, they scare some people into to not getting this vaccine, which potentially could save their life. Yeah, that's, uh, I, I don't think I had heard that one, that it makes you non-human. Uh, I wonder if I could become a, a superhero or something. You know, Will I have superpowers? In, in which case, give me two there doses. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd like it, to have it might, that. It might be an improvement, right? I, exactly. Well, it, it certainly couldn't hurt. Dr. Forrest, uh, there are two groups of people that keep asking about should they get the vaccine. Uh, the first is those who are pregnant. The second is those who have already had COVID-19. What about these two groups of people? Should they or should they not get the COVID-19 vaccine? Well, that question comes up a lot. Um, first, let's talk about for the people that have already had COVID. Um, you still should get the vaccine. We know that some people that have had COVID-19 have become sick with it again months after they originally got it. And, and the truth is, at this point, we do not know how long, if any, immunity from actual infection lasts. But it may be actually much shorter than the immunity following the vaccine. Um, so as a personal example, my father-in-law became very sick and was hospitalized with COVID-19 back in October. However, he's now been vaccinated, and I'm thrilled he's been vaccinated so that he would never have to go through that experience again. Um, the second group of people uh, are pregnant women, and pregnant women um, are very susceptible to getting severe COVID-19 disease. So getting the vaccine is an option for pregnant women. Um, they still have to be in an eligible risk group. So if you had a pregnant woman that was a healthcare worker, uh, they're going to be in a higher priority group uh, and, and that type thing. But uh, they are eligible and can request to get the vaccine. We don't have a lot of data yet on the safety of the vaccine in pregnancy. But again, we do know that it, it should be okay. And, and based on the fact that pregnant women 
can get very, very sick with COVID-19, uh, it has been made available for them. Very, very good. Coming up straight ahead, Dr. Forrest is going to discuss more key points about COVID-19 vaccines. Our Access Health Trivia of the Week is also coming up. This is Access Health Radio. We're talking COVID-19 vaccines today on Access Health Radio with board-certified family physician, Dr. Brian Forrest. I am Mike Davis. I have a question as well, Dr. Forrest. So everybody's lining up to get these vaccines now, and we're getting, uh, in most cases, it appears to be a two-dose vaccine. But my question is, will we need to get this every year, like a flu shot, or is this going to be sort of a one-and-done sort of thing? I'm thinking maybe like the the shingles or shingrix vaccine. How do you see this panning out in the future? Well, that's a great question, Mike. I don't. The truth is, I don't think we know exactly uh, how that's going to be uh, yet in the future in terms of boosters. Um, you know, I do suspect that you know at least after a year or two, I suspect that immunity will wane and you won't be as protected over time uh, against COVID. So my, so my best guess is there likely will be a booster uh, shot that comes in the future. I also think with these variant strains that are popping up that we may end up producing uh, booster vaccines that are targeted to those variants that might give us you know, even better coverage against uh, some of the future variants. Uh, so again, this is just an educated guess, but my thoughts are that in the future, probably we will be offered sort of a COVID booster vaccine, you know, every one to two years, uh, something like that. And it will probably get updated um, as the virus has mutated. All right. Thanks so much, Dr. Forrest. Time now for the Access Health Trivia of the Week. Well, our trivia this week is about the first vaccine that was commercial in the United States, and that was Edward Jenner's 1796 use of cowpox material to actually create immunity to smallpox. Uh, there is evidence, though, that even though this the, the first vaccine in the United States and that was available you know, around the world eventually uh, was Edward Jenner's, that a similar process called variolation was tried many times in the 800 years leading up to that. And it's also interesting that royalty uh, were some of the first people to get access to some of those uh, early vaccines and be successfully vaccinated. Well, that makes sense. Sure does. Okay. Well, we've been talking uh, vaccines, the COVID-19 vaccines that are now available and becoming more widely available to the population here today on Access Health Radio. Dr. Forrest, what are the keys that you'd like people to remember about some of the new vaccines? Well, first, uh, the currently approved vaccines are safe and effective. Uh, they've been shown to be, uh, you know, so effective before they were even approved for use in the United States. And since then, they've continued to show that after being used on more than 50 million people here. Um, so it looks like they do work. You know, we knew they worked, you know, after they'd been in the clinical trials on, you know, thousands of people. Uh, but now, we, you know, we're seeing the results. We're seeing, you know, in 50 million plus people. Uh, we've got a lot of experience already under our belt. Um, second, 
the severe side effects are really rare. So your chance of getting a severe side effect or any kind of long-lasting problem that has anything to do with the vaccine is less than one in thousands and thousands. Um, and then lastly, you know, your risk from actually getting COVID-19 is many times higher than any possible side effect. So, you know, there are some people that uh, get COVID and don't have many symptoms. Some people are completely asymptomatic. Some people just get, you know, a mild, uh, mild cold. Um, and then on the other hand, some people get really sick, you know, they're miserable for weeks, even if they don't go into the hospital and, uh, you know, then other people go into the hospital and some of them are there for weeks and weeks, but then there's also, you know, don't forget the statistic that over half a million people, uh, you know, in the U S now have died and those are real consequences. So, you know, I would encourage people, you know, as soon as your risk or age group is eligible uh, to get that vaccine, you know, as soon as possible. Because, uh, you know, one of the best things about getting vaccinated, especially if your family also gets vaccinated, is you can start, you know, getting back together again. Um, you know, life can start uh, kind of going back to normal. You know, once everybody's immune, uh, we can start gathering in houses together. You know, if everybody in your in your house has had all their doses of vaccine, you can feel a lot more confident about that. Um, so I think that that's a really important part of this is everybody's just sort of, you know, having to, to wear masks in perpetuity. And I think that, you know, once vaccines are widespread and, and everybody's got those and uh, that plus, you know, the herd immunity that everybody talks about comes together, our risk for COVID is going to decrease a ton. Um, and just let me say on a personal note that, you know, my family, uh, all of the members of my immediate and, and semi-extended family that are eligible for the vaccine have now received it. So, you know, I'm talking my parents, my wife's parents, uh, myself, uh, other healthcare workers that I work with, um, and everybody that's got the vaccine, um, you know, they've had some, some minor arm pain, most have nobody's had any serious side effects um, and everybody is very, very thankful that now they're, you know, somewhat protected from that. So, you know, the same way that uh, I tell patients sometimes that uh, I would not prescribe a medication for them that I wouldn't allow myself or somebody in my family to take, you know, I certainly wouldn't recommend a vaccination or vaccine that I wasn't willing to, you know, put my money where my mouth is and take myself. So, you know, I've had two doses of vaccine, um, and again, most of my family members uh, have already gotten their dose, at least the ones that were age eligible, and my office staff um, as well. So, uh, so I do have confidence in it, and uh, I think that the, the pluses way outweigh the, the possible risk. Well, thanks, Dr. Forrest. That's great news and a great topic for this week. That's all the time we have for today. Thanks a ton, Mike. And our scripture this week is from 3 John 1-2. Beloved, I pray that all may go well with you and that you may be in good health as it goes well with your soul. Thanks for listening to the Access Health Show. We look forward to joining you again next Sunday at 4 p.m. Until then, God bless your health.